Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one here, Liverpool versus Chelsea in the Premier League. Yes, the game has concluded. Um, we'll get into my thoughts and immediate reactions um, and all the other jazz. Uh, so yeah, obviously, two teams competing on paper, you'd say, for a Premier League title. Who've got... Um, I'd say one team has a starting eleven. And another team has a superior squad. That so obviously Liverpool having a superior eleven, but Chelsea having a superior squad. Um, so it's like it's almost unstoppable force meets unmovable objects, except that Chelsea got luxury of bringing on X Y player, X Y Z player here, X Y Z player here, yeah, and that sort of thing there. And we also know that Chelsea are defending champions of Europe, so. When you carry that aura, that personality around you, knowing that you're a champion of Europe, you just naturally step up your performance. Um, so I knew this ch- this game would it would be incredibly close to call. I wouldn't know how to call this game. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. So in goal, we had Allison, left-back Robertson, centre-backs Van Dijk, Matip, right-back Trent Alexander-Arnold, midfield three, um, Henderson, Fabinho, Harvey Elliott Up front, Salah, Mane, Firmino Yes um, My thoughts of the lineup. First of all Big, big call Big, big call to go for Harvey Elliott um, To start him in a big calibre game The size of this one Usually some people would protect Our younger players from Playing in exact big games Immediately you'd nurture them in Maybe sprinkle a little 10 minute, 20 minute cameo there but the fact that Harvey Elliott starts means obviously he's and he's, he, that he's trusting him. If you're good enough, you're, if you're if you're good enough, you're old enough, as they say. Um, also, that kind of means that um, in terms of transfers, he's definitely staying. You're not gonna see you're gonna see any loan any loans happening um, coming from Harvey Elliott. Um, also, Robertson coming back in. Uh, Tamiska's missing his spot. I I said I think I said last week's episode, it'd be very very unfortunate for Tamiska's to lose his spot. It'd be very unfortunate because he performed very well in the Burnley game and also um yes he had hot and cold periods in the Norwich game but this was his first Premier League game but the Burnley game where momentum really flowed with him I said to suddenly take that away because Robertson. Because you want to start Robertson. Uh, I, that's what made me... Uh, I felt I felt so bad for him. And and this was really Robertson's first start in like two weeks. Um, yes. And then obviously Fabinho coming in to replace Naby Keita. Um, Fabinho didn't play last week because the unfortunate passing of his father. Rest in peace to him. But he is, is lacking on match sharpness as well. Um he didn't start in the Norwich game. He came on, played 20, 20 minutes or something like that. I'm not sure. He might have played in that behind closed doors. I actually can't remember. Um, but then, but it's not really uh, a full-on competitive match fitness experience, if you know what I mean. So, but at the same time, I understood why you'd have Fabinho in there. Just to add to that protection from the likes of Havertz, Mount and Lukaku, who could be threatening on the attack. Um, and yeah, and 
uh, the last one Firmino coming in for Jota obviously uh, my thoughts there was okay Firmino did score against Burnley he did score against um he scored against Norwich as well so he, no sorry he didn't score against Burnley that was Jota and um yeah Jota yeah sorry my fault Firmino scored against um Norwich, he didn't score against Burnley, but Jota scored in both games. You'd say, okay, it's harsh to drop Jota. But at the same time, my thought process was this midfield battle will be key. Because Harvey Elliott were kind of risking him being the creative force and it was, he was sacrificing a bit of the defensive aspects to his game. Um, Firmino's job would be just to drop in and become, I don't know, the, the fourth man in midfield, that, that false nine role that drops deep, picks up the ball carries the ball, drives the ball, etc. Um, and then, yeah, uh, that, and other than that, I, I didn't mind too much about the lineup. But, yeah, anyways, game starts now. First five, ten minutes, I say Liverpool are trying to show some intense, some, some, some sort of fluidity. Um, but it's just about trying to find our feet. Not, 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 nothing key happens yet, but then... Um, Roughly 15 minutes in, uh, Liverpool forced to defend a corner from Chelsea. Liverpool positioned themselves in kind of a zonal marking type of... Um, uh, yeah, we've always marked zonally, isn't it? We've always marked zonally. And then Chelsea whipped the ball into the near post. Havertz um, kind of runs into that near post space. Robertson kind of sees where the ball is going. But because we're marking zonally... He kind of um, half-heartedly attacks the ball, but stays stationary, presuming that, okay, nobody's going to get to this space and just pick the ball ahead of him. But what Robertson should have done was attack the ball full on. But Havertz just uses that instinct, gets ahead of uh, Robertson, jumps early, darts his header, loops it over Alisson, ball bounces into the net. It's a goal for Chelsea, 1-0 to them. And... Um, Kind of against the run of play, kind of. But uh, that's the problem when you start Robertson and he doesn't play a competitive game for uh, two weeks, two and a half weeks or however long it is. Um, and that's where Tomiscus maybe would have probably picked up on that because he's had that match sharpness experience. Robertson just coming off an injury, he's not going to have that uh, immediate um, intuition, that initiative there. And, and it sucked and it meant that Okay, now we have to play against the run of play. Um, there was also a moment after that where uh, uh, there was a uh, Mason Mount picks up the ball, does a lovely turn to Matic fouls, uh, Matic fouls him, and then Chelsea pick up one or two free kicks just from Mason Mount and Gorginho just winning fouls constantly. Um, yeah, so there was that. And then um, it was just about trying to find our feet and... Yeah, Robertson just looked... That first half performance from Robertson, he was just um, rusty. Just like passes not coming off. Defensive awareness just not there. Same with Jordan Henderson. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know what happened with Henderson with this half. But misplaced passes, just like intensity not quite there. Look, It, it looked like Jordan Henderson was still fighting to be match sharp, if anything. Um, and that's the problem where... He didn't really have a proper pre-season until the back end of August, if anything, the week before the season starts. 
And then, but other Chelsea players, the the Kantes, the. I don't know. Would you say Coutinho came in late, but he still looks sharper. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah, Havertz, and then yeah, you got Havertz who was looking incredibly sharp on the ball as well. Um, and yeah, so we had that to deal with. And in terms of the whole Lukaku versus Van Dijk battle, Van Dijk was winning that comfortably. There was times where he was just ushering Lukaku off the ball. There was one brief moment where. Van Dijk kind of half slipped on the ball. Lukaku took the ball off him, but this was he. This happened down the channels. It didn't happen in the central type area where Lukaku can really exploit and really punish um, uh, Liverpool. But but yeah, it just it just Lukaku's game was practically nullified in that instance. And in terms of Trent on the ball, um, yeah, crosses. Anytime we had a corner. Trent, I don't know, Trent's delivery just wasn't there today. Um, in that first half, especially where... Uh, but there was a time, though, t- tell a lie, after that moment where um, Chelsea scored, there was one beautiful diagonal ball from Trent. And Jordan Henderson picks the ball up off the ball run. And he's, on, and he's free. Nobody's marking him. But Jordan Henderson goes with his left foot. And it's like, I don't know, it's like... I don't. I don't know what his thought process was because, and he might have. He might have realized. Oh shit! I had more time than I thought. So when he used his left foot, um, when he used his left foot, it's like he was trying to pass the ball onto someone, but nobody was there on the end of it. Um, so, but yeah, but I to, the space Henderson had there, he should have just half volleyed it on his right foot. Um, and yeah, and in terms of build-up play from us, Sadio Mane, I'd say he had quite a poor first half. Like, it's looking like the Mane of last season again, where for some reason he's not as explosive as he once was off the ball. There was times where Sadio Mane will pick the ball up in channels, right? The Mane of 1920, and he just about... The, the bounce would be there to beat a man and dart forward with the ball. Dart past the defender like that. And defenders would have to constantly foul Mane. But there was none of that today. It was almost too flat-footed. Ah, oh, pass the ball to Firmino. And, and, and that first half, and Firmino, my God. I don't even know what happened with him, but... Um, he didn't look... I'm not really sure what he was... What his presence was there for, like... It just looked like he was just there, but I didn't see anything integral, integral from um, Firmino um, in terms of just helping Liverpool's build-up play. But in terms of Harvey Elliott, he was the one in the midfield popping the balls forward, even if it was um, passes misplaced. His, his, his first thought was to always be direct and always try and feed Salah if possible. And he was doing that quite well. And there was a time where... Trent tried to low drive the ball in. Uh, ball takes a deflection off uh, Rudiger, I think. Then the ball bounces to Harvey Elliott. Half volleys it. Right foot, though, but slices it over. Um, and then, yeah, it was just... It, it, Salah couldn't really... Ha- um, I'm trying... I don't... I can't remember Salah having a chance in, the, in, in that first half. In the opening first half. But then... Um, 
some fitness issue happens with Bobby Firmino roughly 40 minutes in. And then um, I thought it was tactical at first because I was like, I didn't really see Firmino complain about an injury or or something. But um, I didn't really see him complain about an injury. But Jota immediately stripped off, came on in, in place of Firmino. So that was very interesting to see. Um, and then a uh, key moment happens, I'd say 43rd minute, a ball with Liverpool corner, balls whipped in. Um, who flicks it on? I think Jota flicks it on to Matip. Matip tries to shoot, then ball, is, ball hits the crossbar, ball bounces back in. Sadio Mane tries to get something on it. Sadio Mane or Jota tries to get something on it. Ball looks like it's about to go in. Then the ball hits um, Reese James' fire. Then he almost clears it off the line with his arm. He clears the ball off the line with his arm. Blatant handball. Everyone screaming at Anthony Taylor. Referee, check this out. Pen, pen, pen. Soon, and then we have to wait about 30 seconds later. Ball goes out of play. play then um, play is uh, paused in that moment. Uh, referee goes to look at the VAR screen. And for... And, this year's VAR, you're not allowed to see live action replay. They only show freeze frames. And then Taylor goes to the monitor. He, he, he looks for about half a second. Sees, okay, ball has hit arm. Instant penalty for Liverpool. Reese James, red card. Um, and then a commotion from Chelsea. They looked absolutely bemused. They were like, how was that red card? Hit his five first. Or Anthony um Rudiger surrounding Anthony Taylor, absolutely quite surrounding Anthony Taylor. There's a bare hysterics. Reese James confused about what happened. I didn't do anything wrong. Blah blah blah. But if you've seen a live action replay, even as it hit his thigh, he he swivels his body and he, it's like you it's it's almost like you're being a goalkeeper using your arms to take the ball away from um from the goal line. So it was deserved penalty. Um, then you got uh, Mendy and Axel Aquetta trying to get in Mo Salah's head. But Salah was two in the zone. Two in the zone. Then penalties are his bag. And he steps up to the pen, slots it bottom left corner. 1-1. Uh, and then Henderson tries to kick the ball in the net again. Um, and straight after that goal was made, then Mendy fouls Henderson. Then there's more commotion, more drama again. Uh, more theatrics pushing and shoving from both teams and it's reminding me of the old days between Liverpool and Chelsea back in the Champions League where both teams just hated each other there was always theatrics going on there was always some sort of resentment between both teams and um, yeah that was pretty much the first half quite lively in the the last five minutes or so Um, a lot of Talking points, debates, all that stuff. Even I myself was riled up at one point. I was like, okay, now we cook them. Now we go ready for the kill. What Jurgen Klopp needed to do then, bring on Thiago just like last season. Let him dictate play for 45 minutes. And then bam, boom, Liverpool get Liverpool can um, get, get dictate play and, and, and eventually score. And then dictate the ball, all that stuff. Just exactly like last season when Chelsea were down to 10 men. That's what my thought process was. But did Jurgen Klopp bring Henderson on immediately? No. We stick with the exact same team as the start of the first half. 
Um, but Chelsea make a couple of changes. Kante comes off. He had an ankle injury. Um, Kovacic came on. And then Havertz came off. Thiago Silva comes on. So it's still a Chelsea back four. But um, the only difference is Lukaku's isolated on his own. Um, yeah, he's just isolated on his own. No really support. So it, Liverpool just... Constantly had lots of the ball in the second half, trying to create openings again. Um, what do I remember? I remember Virgil van Dijk first, because nobody was closing down Virgil van Dijk. He didn't have to really sprint as he picked up the ball. It was that from, let's say, 35 yards out. He takes a shot. Benjamin Mendy palms it wide. Uh, Liverpool corner comes in. Uh, we whip it in. Ball cleared. But then Robertson has a shot. Benjamin Mendy makes another save, and then um, Henderson has a has a shot. Ball just goes just wide. But the theme was a lot of shots happening outside the box when that shouldn't be the case. If anything, we should have been seeing um, build up play being more refined. But if if anything, it made Chelsea more defensively disciplined as. Um, they were just more defensively solid. More def- defensively solid because they knew, okay, we just have to ride the storm for the next 45 minutes and then it, it we'll see the light. And then they did have one, two counter-attacking moments where um, Kovacic found himself in a dribbling situation with Trent. Then he takes a short ball, deflects off Matic, Allison saves it. Um, but then, yeah, we clear our lines. Then Lukaku just... Being ushered off the ball again by Van Dijk. Same with Matip. Um, so yeah, he, he couldn't really do anything. Because there was just no service at the time. But Chelsea were just growing in confidence as these two banks of four were just working in their favour. Um, and then at that point, at 60 minutes, I was demanding Klopp. You have to get uh, Thiago on now, Keita on now, because we're doing the same predictable things of just shooting outside the box and we're, and we're not really breaking down Chelsea. And Sadio Mane was looking poor again. Like, just again, he's he just got no explosiveness. Anytime he's in a 1v1 situation with Christensen or Thiago or Thiago Silva or whoever, he'd, 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 he'd always lose the ball or... He'd always go with the safest option first. And it was happening with Jota where he couldn't, no one was servicing him because, you know, Chelsea were just playing so deep. So even Jota found himself having to play in a deeper position. But yeah, but Harvey Elliott, he was still trying to get things going, but he was getting a little bit fatigued at the time. A little bit misplaced passes. There was times where if he had turned, there was a time where he picked up the ball, but he passed to Salah instead of making the turn and opening yourself up. And then he would have realised how much space he had to uh, exploit and attack there. But again, he's learning on the job. He's 18 years old. This is his biggest Premier League game for a very long time. For, if anything, his very young career as well. So um, there was that. And then finally, 73 minutes in, um, Henderson comes off, thank God. Because he, he just looked so mediocre second half. Um, Thiago comes on um, so that was our second substitution but then it took too long for Thiago to warm up because he didn't have enough minutes left to try and get 
Liverpool galvanised, you know what I mean? So Liverpool were dealing with that. And then, um, yeah, there was just more misplaced passes. Robertson misplacing passes. Mane misplacing passes. Uh, Salah overhitting passes. Trent, all these corners, crosses coming off worse. Uh, and, it, and it was just satisfying Chelsea where they could just implement time-wasting tactics when you overhit the ball because Mendy doesn't have to rush to pick up the ball. And then the Anfield atmosphere just dipped after that 60-minute period. And I, I don't know what's going on with Anfield atmosphere recently, but just like the Burnley game, it just dipped. And I don't... Un- and this is typically not an Anfield crowd, like... A game like Chelsea, I don't know if it's because it's August or something where we forgot how it's like to be in a full capacity stadium, but I never heard the cheering and the roaring was kind of subdued and that was helping Chelsea more than it was helping us. And you don't want that when you want when the game's on the knife edge, you know what I mean? And um Yeah, we're just struggling to break Chelsea down in that final ten minute period. We try to bring on Tomiscus for Robertson, but then when Tomiscus comes on, he can't get a rhythm going. He overhits a couple crosses, and, and and yeah, and it's just looking, it just looks like we were bang out of ideas. Mo Salah, he had the, he turned on the ball with his right foot, but he is so useless with his right foot. You don't ever see him shoot outside the box with his right foot. Nothing comes off of that either, and then yeah, game ends one one. So you'd say Chelsea, very, very happy. They'd be absolutely chuffed to get a draw. Liverpool, even though they came from a losing position, it's two points dropped. Absolutely, two points dropped. You cannot, in a situation like that, I have to question Jurgen Klopp's tactics in that second half. There was absolutely no reason to have a balanced midfield when Chelsea are doing two banks of four for almost the entirety of the second half. Knowing that Henderson had a bad game in the first half and he still continued to play him for 20 minutes of the second half. What was the need for it? Absolutely no need. Could have brought on Thiago to get the passing lanes going to open things up for a front three because the lack of movement from our uh, forwards, there, there, there was just nothing there. Everything was going wide, cross it in, or try to get Harvey Elliott in the half space to get things going. Um, and I've even, I, I even would have probably taken off Fabinho and brought on Keita. Maybe bring on Thiago and Keita. Because, because Keita can still do the defensive work. There'd be no problem there. Kante was off. And, and again, you had the extra man advantage. So it's very, very weird tactics from Klopp where he, he took so long to make the change. And yeah, to me, it feels like two points dropped. And it was all, and the attacking display in general just regressed so badly, so, so badly where Mendy was comfortable. Like we never had Mendy really actually sweating other than the pot shots that were happening from outside the box. But when you're a man up, that, that we should be having clear cut chances. I'm sorry, but fair enough. Chelsea were very defensively disciplined and done their job. And, um, and yeah, um, fair play to Chelsea. But with Firmino potentially injured, um, and yeah, just lack of a, a lack of uh, forward ideas, lack of um, uh, yeah, lack of squad depth to say, oh, I know who I can bring on to change the game. 
We're like Liverpool have to enter the transfer window. I'm sorry. We just have to. You've made one signing, Konati, and he's not first choice centre back at all. He's still a young guy learning the game. But Mohamed Salah, the, the Salah Mane for me, no front three is it's tired. It's tired. This is the fifth season of it now. 17, 18, 18, 19, 19, 20, 20, 20, 19, yeah, 2021, 21, 20, wait, 17, 18, 18, 19, 19, 20, 20, 21. Yeah, this is the fifth season of the same front three. We need fresh injection. Diogo Jota is not enough. It's not enough. There's a homegrown space free. We sold Shakiri. We sold... Um, we know Carrius ain't gonna be uh, getting a homegrown spot. So then, what is the excuse? I'm tired of this sell to buy nonsense. What are FSG holding the money from? We've seen Lukaku, Lukaku go to Chelsea. Man United have just signed Ronaldo. They got Sancho. They got Varane. Chelsea signed Lukaku. What are Chelsea? What are Liverpool doing? Even Arsenal has spent 120 million. Yes, they're losing every game, but they're still trying to, to implement the rights from the wrongs or the wrongs from the rights um, by a cash injecting. Where is that in our squad today? This squad isn't good enough to sustain title challenge. I'm sorry. It, it, it's going. This You can't play the same 11 for 38 games in a row as well as Champions League games. And the fact that we played a low block team and couldn't break them down. This is nothing compared to when we have to face Atletico. Because they're going to be way more defensively disciplined. Way more defensively disciplined in the Champions League. We're going to have to find a way to break them down. And you need you need a new injection. You need an injection of talent to just give a new spark. Like Diogo Jota was that last season. But you still need that fresh array of talent because... Firmino's stagnant, Mane falling off a cliff again. Um, Salah can't do it all the time. That's when you need other players to step up in responsibility. Elliot's only 18. And there's all, there's going to be times where players don't have good games. It's understandable with Robertson because, yes, he didn't have... Uh, he just came back from an injury. And, and, and Henderson, I don't know. Henderson is a mixture of poor performance and fitness. Um... But yeah, and you still need to replace Genie Ronaldo. But overall, it's just very, very frustrating. Very frustrating that we couldn't get anything from that game. But yeah, um, I don't know what else to say really. But phew. let me know your thoughts on that performance. Um, my Twitter at is K-O-T-E-K-K-E-R-Z. Um, yeah, and that concludes an episode of LSE Reactions. Um, now we have the international break. Um, obviously, the red list countries, FIFA have announced that players won't be travelling. So that's basically the African players and the South American players will be staying. So Mane, Salah, Keita, Firmino, um, Fabinho, Alisson will remain at Anfield. The rest of the uh, European players, Asian players... They'll be going abroad, competing in FIFA World Club qualifiers. Hopefully everyone comes back fit. And yeah, we'll see what happens. But if there's any news that happens between now and the end of the transfer window, which I highly doubt, I'll obviously uh, do a LFC Reactions based on that as well. So yeah, thank you guys for listening to LFC Reactions. And tune in next time. 
where hopefully we sign someone and hopefully we replace someone. But if not, uh, I'll see you guys for Leeds versus Liverpool um, after international break. Be sure to like and um, share and be sure to tune in to the next episode. All right, guys. Thank you.